You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. This is Mike with the Outlawed Bible Project Podcast. Thanks for being here. Going through the book of Luke, and when we last left Jesus, he was teaching with parables. And in today's reading, we're going to see lots of reactions to Jesus' teaching and his work, and tell you what, they run the gamut of emotions. Maybe we'll relate to some of them here. Let's check it out in Luke chapter 17 through 18. He said to the disciples, It's impossible that no occasions of stumbling should come, but woe to him through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea, rather than that he should cause one of these little ones to stumble. Be careful. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in the day and seven times returns saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. The apostle says to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord said, if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, you would tell this sycamore tree, be uprooted and be planted in the sea and it would obey you. But who is there among you having a servant plowing or keeping sheep that will say when he comes in from the field, come immediately and sit down at the table and will not rather tell him, prepare my supper, clothe yourself properly and serve me while I eat and drink. Afterward, you shall eat and drink. Does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded? I think not. Even so, you also, when you've done all the duties that are commanded, you say, oh, we are unworthy servants. We have done our duty. As he was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing along the borders of Samaria and Galilee. As he entered into a certain village, ten men who were lepers met him, who stood at a distance. They lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. As they went, they were cleansed. One of them when he saw that he was healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. He fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus answered, Weren't the ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there none found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up. Go on your way. Your faith has healed you. Being asked by the Pharisees when God's kingdom would come, he answered them, God's kingdom doesn't come with observation. Neither will they say, look here or look there, for God's kingdom is within you. He said to his disciples, the days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. 
they'll tell you, look here or look there. Don't go away or follow after them. For as the lightning, when it flashes out of one part under the sky, shines to another part under the sky, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first, he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. As it was in the days of Noah, even so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married, and they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ship, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, even as it was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built, but in the day that Lot went out from Sodom, it rained fire and sulfur from the sky and destroyed them all. It will be in the same way in the day that the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he who will be on the housetop and his goods in the house, let him not go down to take them away. Let him who is in the field likewise not turn back. Remember Lot's wife? Whoever seeks to save his life loses it. But whoever loses his life preserves it. I tell you, in that night, there will be two people in one bed. One will be taken and the other will be left. There'll be two grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other will be left. They, answering, asked him, Where, Lord? He said to them, Where the body is, there the vultures will also be gathered together. He also spoke a parable to them that they must always pray and never give up saying, there was a judge in a certain city who didn't fear God and didn't respect man. A widow was in that city, and she often came to him saying, defend me from my adversary. He wouldn't for a while, but afterward he said to himself, although I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow bothers me, I'll defend her or else she'll wear me out by her continual coming. The Lord said, listen to what the unrighteous judge says. Won't God avenge his chosen ones who are crying out to him day and night? And yet he exercises patience with them. I tell you that he will avenge them quickly. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? He also spoke this parable to certain people who were convinced of their own righteousness and who despised all others. Two men went up into the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee, and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed to himself like this, God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of men, extortionists, unrighteous, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. (laughs) But the tax collector, standing far away, wouldn't even lift his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. They were also bringing their babies to him that he might touch them. 
But when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. And Jesus summoned them, saying, Allow the little children to come to me and don't hinder them, for God's kingdom belongs to such as these. Most certainly, I tell you, whoever doesn't receive God's kingdom like a little child, he will in no way enter into it. A certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus asked him, Why do you call me good? I mean, no one's good except one, God. And you know the commandments. Don't commit adultery. Don't murder. Don't steal. Don't give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother. He said, Oh, I've observed all these things from my youth up. When Jesus heard these things, he said to him, You... Still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor. Well, then you'll have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when he heard these things, he became very sad, for he was very rich. Jesus, seeing that he became very sad, said, Oh, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter into God's kingdom. For it's easier for a camel to enter in through the needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into God's kingdom. Those who heard it said, then who can be saved? But he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Peter said, oh, look, we we have left everything and followed you. He said to him, most certainly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for God's kingdom's sake, who will not receive many times more in this time and in the world to come, eternal life. He took the twelve aside and said to them, we're going up to Jerusalem And all the things that are written through the prophets concerning the Son of Man will be completed. For he'll be delivered up to the Gentiles, will be mocked, treated shamefully, and spit on. They'll scourge and kill him. On the third day, he will rise again. They understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they didn't understand the things that were said. As he came near Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the road begging. Hearing a multitude going by, he asked what this meant, and they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he cried out, Jesus, you son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way rebuked him that he should be quiet, but he cried out all the more, you son of David, have mercy on me. Standing still, Jesus commanded him to be brought to him. When he had come near, he asked him, What do you want me to do? He said, Lord, that I may see again. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. (laughs) Your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. All the people, when they saw it, praised God. Parables tend to cause people to react. It's never like, oh, well, that's a nice story. I enjoyed that. It's always either explain to me what that means or I can see you're making me out to be the bad guy or or, so what should we do about that, right? It's a good habit to get into as you read the Bible if you're not already doing that. Allow yourself to have a reaction 
to what you read and to even maybe some of the confusing things that Jesus says. Maybe your reaction will surprise you. Lean into that. Better yet, lean into him and see what he wants you to learn. That is the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.